don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to parents is this. You have a fundamental right enshrined in law by this General Assembly to make decisions with regard to your child's upbringing, education, and care. And we will protect and reassert that right. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Live from America. Sorry for the beginning technical difficulties there. Don't know what happened. Don't really care what happened because we're live now, and that's all that really matters. I want to play this video for you one more time because I want you to look at the bottom of your screen, okay? If you look at the bottom of your screen on the video where, where Glenn Youngkin was actually doing a, uh, an address to Joint Assembly, um, his first address to the Joint Assembly, I want you to notice the bottom part of your screen where the Democrats are actually sitting. Check this out. Watch again what they do when he says parents should have a right, basically, in knowing what goes on with their children. My message to parents is this. You have a fundamental right. Look at Winston Sears smiling back there. Law by this General Assembly to make decisions with regard to your child's upbringing, education, and care. 
and we will protect and reassert that right. Here we go. Watch, here, look at my cursor on my screen. Look down here. All these masked up, scared Democrats. And here's all the conservatives and the Republicans. Look at the difference. Now, Hear I could understand, I could understand if he was saying something that was massively, you know, one-sided and, and something that only conservatives care about. But what he said, everybody should care about. If you have a parent, I mean, if you have a child and you're a parent or you're, you're, you're a grandparent and you understand that the government has no role, and I mean no role, in the decisions that you make for you and your children and what they learn, where they go, how they dress, how they act, what their personality is, do they or do they not have faith in God, et cetera, et cetera. The government has no role in any of that. But yet the Democrats clearly are showing that they do believe that they have a role in that. And they do believe that they should be able to have your child from the cradle to the grave. That is why they want preschool. They want to federalize preschool. I mean, can you imagine that? Like, we understand they've, they, they've already got the universities. They've already got a majority of the public school system. And now they want to go all the way down and federalize the education system for preschoolers. Why? Because if they can get your kid at four years old, then that means that they've got your child at four years old. They've got them at eight years old. They've got them at 12 years old. They've got them at 16 years old. They've got them at 18 years old. And really, at that point, they got them for the rest of their lives. Because that's all they've ever known is indoctrination and brainwashing. So when Glenn Youngkin gave that speech, that address, his first address to the Joint Assembly, the Democrats in action actually showed everything that you need to know about these people. And I think Pink Floyd had it right a long time ago. Hey, Teachers, leave them kids alone. But actually, maybe the, maybe we should re uh, maybe we should update the song and say, "Hey, corrupt, dirty, swamp donkey politicians, leave our kids alone." I mean, it's absolutely incredibly crazy how the how the general public has no idea about this. Outside of you watching this show, outside of people watching Real America's Voice, outside of people watching Steve Bannon, Bannon. Most people have no idea that this kind of stuff is going on. Most people don't know anything about ExposeCriticalRaceTheory.org. Most people do not know that their children's teacher is a transsexual with 16, 67 different genders who, who, who use uh, pronouns like they, them, she, they, thy, thou, all this other stuff. Never he or she. Most people don't know that their children's uh, teacher is probably moonlighting at the local public library as Transformer Transsexual Hour while we talk about unicorns and rainbows to our children. Most parents don't know this stuff is going on, but it's happening. And it's happening all over the country, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you live, as always, from the live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire. And I am so blessed every single day to be able to be in this chair, to do this show for you, to bring you the gospel, to bring you the truth, to bring you the news. And we're going to go and do some shout outs real quick. Let's go right to our family on Rumble. And as soon as we get done the shout out section, I will explain a, uh, a phone call that I had with Rumble uh, and locals executives this morning. And they are praising all of you. 
So how you doing, Miranda? Good to see you. Thank you for joining in. I appreciate it. God bless you. Um, we've got uh, Wendy. How you doing? Thank you for joining in. I appreciate you joining. Steven, good to see you, man, from New Jersey, the Garden State. How you doing? Um, Jeremy, there are some great teachers out there that do not that do that and do not do that and care about your children. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. When I, when I'm referring to mainly is the teachers unions and the government bureaucrats that actually use those teachers unions to further their agenda. And then that gets passed down to majority of the teachers. Doris from Alabama. Good to see you. Christine from Missouri, the show me state, and she's showing up and showing out right here on Live from America. Good to see you this morning. Sandy from Pennsylvania. How you doing? Good to see you. Gage from North Kakalaki in the building. Denise. Denise from the Great Lakes state of Michigan. How you doing, Denise? Brandon watching from Arizona. Hey, let's go. Uh, Sherry watching from Texas. Good to see you. Kathy Hamilton, thank you for joining in. And, of course, we can't forget about our Getter family because Getter has been growing Quite a bit, actually. We're about, uh, we're almost at 9,000 followers over on Getter. And Getter has been a wonderful site, and I'm really, really happy with what Jason Miller has created over there. Um, and you can always watch Real America's Voice News live on Getter every single day. Nicole Orr, also from Pennsylvania. Good to see you. We'll be talking a little bit about Pennsylvania today. Vicki Vale, as always, from Missouri. We've got Liberty Girl 76 from Louisville. Larry Reha says, God bless you, sir. No, God bless you, Larry. God bless you for your dedication to the show. You've been here from the beginning. Snapdragons is in the building. That is our America's youth right there, our teenagers watching the show. Good to see you, Snapdragons. We've got Joe Demers. Get her going, Jeremy. Get her is better. And one more, Tina Griffin. Uh, Trina Griffin, how are you? Good to see you, girl. Thanks for joining in from Live from America. Let me share the news of, uh, of Rumble and what's going on over there. So I had, a, uh, I had a phone call this morning with the vice president of, of uh, programming for locals. And um, I have to tell you what they told me about you guys. I could not wait to tell you. They said, you know, it's pretty amazing. And I said, what's that? And they said, your audience. So they reached out to me because they want me to bring what we do on Life from America to locals. Obviously, they want to grow locals, but they're reaching out to people that they think can do that. They said, you know, your Rumble page is absolutely amazing. They said, there's people with 100, 200,000 followers, and they don't get a quarter of the engagement that you get. They said, for only having like 20,000 followers, you are getting one of you, your audience is one of the most highly engaged audiences on Rumble today. We're happy to have you. We've watched your show many times. They were literally even quoting the Dumb Dumb Award and the Smarty Award of the day. They know. The, uh, they know the cues and the sayings that we say on this show, so clearly they're fans. They want to keep us. They want to keep us happy. They said the amount of money that comes in through those Rumble rants on your page is more than any other page that we have that's even close to that size. They said you have dedicated, loyal fans. I said, nope, they're called family members, okay? We don't call our brother and sister fans. And uh, they said, okay, excuse me, and we <laughs> actually got them to say your Live from America family members. I said, that's right. That's better. They own this show, not me. And uh, so what they want to do is they want to create a locals for me especially so that all of you who are donating to the show, all of you who are spending your money to keep the show going, they want me to create a locals page as another way to keep in contact with all of you, as another way to be able to reach out directly to you, but really so that I can go after a show and do Q&A sessions 
during the day with people who are um, who are members or donors to Life from America. And I said, hey, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. He says, it's just going to allow you to be more personal with your family members. And I said, you know what? That is a wonderful idea. And the fact that it's already connected to, to locals or to Rumble anyway, that's the two in the same. I said, that's, I would love to grow with you. My, my fan, uh, family would love to grow with you. That's why they have no problem with you taking a share of, little, of, of every do, uh, donation they give. And just let me say, it's, it's, it's nice to have a company, a social media company, the vice president reach out to you and tell you how great your audience really is. That is it. That's something that you will not hear on Facebook. Something you won't even. You might hear on Getter. Jason Miller's really good at that stuff. But this is the, the the infrastructure that the liberals kicked us out of their platforms and said, "Go build your own infrastructure." This is what a conservative-minded Christian, uh, God-fearing platform. Uh, looks like we care about other people and they took the time out obviously there's a there's a caveat right they want me to come over to locals but they took the time out to understand the show watch the show know of all of you guys know the engagement and all of this coming four days after paypal decided to wage war on us Thank you, Pinky. God bless you. And thank you to the morning rumble rant um donations, you guys. You're truly wonderful. Um but it is, it is crazy. It's crazy how God closes one door and opens up another. And by the way, for all of those who did not catch the show yesterday, you can now go back to JeremyHarrell.com if you were a monthly donor. And please, please, if it is in your heart to do so, sign back up because we're trying to get that budget back to where it needed to be. And we're now partnered with Align Pay, who is also a Christian conservative-owned company who loves the channel and loves what we do. So... We're, it, it's to the moon now. There, there's nothing stopping us. The sky is not the limit. The sky is not the limit. Even heaven is actually the limit. So I just wanted to give you guys that good and amazing, great news. And of course, that, uh, those props that were given to you, the Live from America family, from Rumble and from um, locals. We're all growing together. Uh, Free Spirit just donated $200 and says, Woohoo, go Rumble. Gotta love, gotta love it. You gotta love the fact that we are actually, it's not about, oh, 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 this person's asking for donations. We're building a company here that actually gives us what we want in life. And it's basically an employee-owned company, so that's the great thing. All right, let's go to the verse of the day today. And I titled the verse of the day today, if you've signed up for my newsletter on jeremyherald.com, the cure can't become worse than the disease. Where have we heard that before? President Donald J. Trump. President Donald J. Trump, I said, uh, this year is going to be a year to remember. COVID will be defeated. The evil cancel culture trend will be defeated. The corrupt and dirty lying politicians on both sides of the aisle will be defeated. And we will see a healing and a restoration in our country, the likes of which nobody has seen since the days of rebuilding Jerusalem. I am very excited to be in the position to help you all by bringing you the news and the gospel every single day. And it's just a reminder, like I said, if you were a monthly contributor before using PayPal, before the purge, you can now go back to jeremyharrell.com. It's super simple, and I'll show you a little bit how to do that later. Let's get to the verse, which is Proverbs 18.14. Proverbs 18.14. The human spirit can endure in sickness but a crushed spirit who can bear what a powerful verse 
The cool thing about the Bible is that no matter what time period or what country you live in on earth, the gospel is always relevant. And that is why I compare the word of God to things that are more familiar to our lives and what we are seeing and dealing with. And since history always repeats itself, it's easier for some people to understand the verse better if you actually compare it to things that are going on in their lives today. Okay? So let's get to it. What Donald Trump said two years ago was so right. The cure cannot become worse than the disease. And that is exactly what has happened to the world by the hands of COVID and its creators. The Bible clearly states that the human body can endure sickness. That is how God built us. And it's crazy to think that the smartest experts and scientists either don't know this, which makes them purely incompetent, or they have decided to do this on purpose, which is even worse. What's even crazier is the amount of people who trusted them knowing that the only way to beat a virus is to let it run its course because you cannot run from it. What we should have done was stand up strong and trusted in our bodies to fight off that sickness that only always had, uh, has always had an over a 95% chance of survival no matter what age group that you belong to. You can't beat God and his creation, especially when it was built to withstand this kind of stuff. Now, the second part of that verse says, but a crushed spirit, who can bear? That is a sad but true statement right there. So many people's spirits have been crushed over the past two and a half years dealing with this stuff. Kids, parents, grandparents, single, married, American, foreigner, doesn't matter. The loss of jobs, forced medical decisions, masks all the time, people getting arrested, and so much more. Our American lives went from being totally optimistic and patriotic to being constantly pessimistic and sad and down. That's the difference between the corrupt leaders that we have now and the one that we had previously. Part of a leader's job is to be a cheer leader and give pep talks to the country to keep their spirits up. But too many people have allowed this current illegitimate regime to take away their spirits, their optimism, and their patriotism. However, those who understand that we don't derive those things from government but from God alone will never fall into that category. Look to him for all those wonderful feelings and that way of life. He will never let you down or make you feel sad or make you feel weak. He will only make you feel great. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's funny, isn't it? It's funny how it's always relevant no matter what situation we find ourselves in. No other book on this planet, not the Quran, not the Torah, not any fictional book, nothing can say the same. Thank you, Mailman Steve. He says, so into where you are fed. God bless you, Jeremy. God bless you too, Steve, the mailman. All right, let's say the Lord's Prayer together, my favorite part of the show, because it allows us to be together in our worship for God, to be together to give him all the glory. And where there are two or more gathered, you know the rest. So please remove your hat if you're wearing one, and let's get to it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. It's going to be a great year, folks. A great year of restoration. A great year of for hope and for joy. And I got to tell you something before we get to the first and foremost section. The owner of Real America's Voice News, his son, along with a couple others, came out here and helped build this studio. I gave him a You Can't Be God hat and shirt when they were here. He says he wears that hat pretty much everywhere he goes. He said, you want to know the crazy thing? I said, what's that? He said, well, I flew from Denver to D.C. He said, and while I was in Denver, somebody came up to me and said, hey, nice hat. Do you watch Jeremy Harrell? Because that's his brand. He said as soon as he got to D.C., he was still in the airport. Somebody else came up to him and said the same thing. Hey, do you watch Jeremy Harrell? You must. Did you get that hat from his website? He said, and outside of that, he said it turned heads everywhere. And that was the reason for the very simple statement on a very simple hat and shirt was just to open people's eyes to say you can't beat God. And maybe, just maybe, those people will go home and think about their lives and get back into the gospel or get to the gospel for the first time. You never know. Long story short, God's working behind the scenes. Okay, let's have a slurp real quick. Let's get ready for the first and foremost section. <clears throat> and we're going to go right back to the, o- the cold open that we saw with Glenn Youngkin and, and go right back to hammering on exposing these leftist, progressive, Democrat, communists, whatever you want to call them, socialists, to expose their agenda on what they want to do with our children. Again, they want them from cradle to grave. So let's get back to the parent-slash-children rights for a second. The main issue for parents in this country is the war for our children, period. Don't let anybody tell you any different. Everybody, everybody might say, oh, the biggest fight we're fighting is against COVID. The biggest fight we're fighting is against inflation, rising gas prices. No, the biggest fight, the biggest war that we're dealing with right now in the United States of America is a war for our children. Because as the great Whitney Houston once said, I believe the children are our future. And without them, there is no future, period. The government wants them at a preschool age, indoctrination from preschool all the way through college, from the cradle to the grave. And now, Michigan, Democrats in Michigan are facing backlash after telling parents that they should not be involved in what public school teachers teach your children. They should not be involved in any of that discussion. They should not be involved in anything. Unbelievable. A Facebook post on Saturday shared by the state's Democrats on their official page attacked the idea that parents should be involved in what public school teaches their kids. The Democrats took the post down on Monday, so two days later, three days later, not because, or two days later, not because they don't believe the post, but because it gives way to their true agenda. Now, you didn't need them to take down a Facebook post to tell you that. All you had to do was watch that cold open and see that as soon as 
Glenn Youngkin said anything about parent student or parent children rights and 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 and, and the parents having a say so in what their te- uh, kids learn, Democrats sat there with their masks on, down, sad, boring, losers. That's their life. There's no optimism. There's no patriotism. There's no love for this country. There's no love for the Constitution. There's no love for either of those pictures behind me or either of those items, the flag or the cross. All they want is doom and gloom. Just like Biden said, it's going to be a very bad winter for people who don't get vaccinated. Everybody's going to die. These people are the most uninteresting, low-energy non-fun losers on planet Earth. I wouldn't want to have a barbecue with them. I wouldn't want to go watch a movie with them. I wouldn't want to go watch a football game with them. I wouldn't want them riding in my car because they'd be sitting over there like some emo loser that just go, I hate my life. Oh, I hate my life. Everything's going to kill me. Racist. You're racist for not laughing, for not hugging me or helping me through this pain. A Saturday post made by Michigan Democrats on their official Facebook page criticized the parents who want to play a role in what public education teaches their children. The post was deleted Monday morning after intense criticism. Here's what the post read. Not sure where this parents should be in control, what is taught in schools because they are our kids. That was quoted, by the way. It was a quote within a quote. This is what they said. The quote is, not sure that this, and then the inside quote says, parents should control what is taught in schools because they are our kids. End inside quote. They're not sure where that's originating. But parents do have the option to send their kids to a hand-selected private school at their own expense if this is what they so desire. The Facebook post read, quote, the purpose of public education in public schools is not to teach kids only what parents want them to be taught. The Michigan Democratic Party's post continued. It is to teach them what society needs them to know. Which society are we talking about? Are we talking about the hee-haw swamp donkey society? Or are we talking about actual American society? (laughs) The client of the public school system is not the parent, but the entire community in the public. The Michigan Democrat Party later deleted that post and issued a quasi-apology, saying, quote, we have deleted a post that ignored the important role parents play and should play in Michigan public schools. They said, okay, what the heck? The different director come along with a sequel to that movie? Parents need to have a say in their children's education. End of story. A subsequent post on Monday stated, what? Did somebody get drunk on Saturday night and post to the official Democrat Facebook page and expose the real agenda, and now they're trying to backtrack on Monday by posting something that a conservative would post? The post does not reflect the views of Michigan Democrats and should not be misinterpreted as a statement of support from our elected officials or candidates. The state's Republicans were sharply critical of the Democrats' original post. End of story. <laughs> What in the H-E double hockey sticks is going on? Hey, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, let's say hi to Ben Berkwam. Ben Berkwam is up there on Real America's Voice News. He's on, uh, he's on uh, the war room right now with Steve Bannon. Big shout out to Ben. Back on, back on the, uh, the, the law and border trail to expose all the illegal aliens crossing this country. But isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? On Saturday night, 
the Democrats get drunk and expose the truth. And on Monday morning, they hand the phone to their conservative friend and say, will you fix this for me? Because <laughs> we really screwed up. <laughs> now, I want to play a video for you. Hold on. I got to get it ready. I want to play a video for you. Now, I, I will say viewer discretion is advised. Okay? You are going to hear some swearing in the background of this video. It's actually, I think, from the lady recording. Couple f bombs. So if anybody's young or anybody does not want to hear that kind of garbage going inside of their ears, then earmuff it or just go to something else at this moment because you're going to hear some bad some bad language from this. But it's the truth. But th- but that's not th- that's not the reason for me to play the video. The reason for me to play the video is to show you one strong woman in New York City decided to stand behind a podium with a microphone with thousands of people watching. And addressing this very issue. Leave our kids alone. You will not have them from the cradle to the grave over her dead body. This is very inspiring. This is the best video that I seen anywhere yesterday. And I could not wait to show you guys this today. Because this woman is inspiring. And we all know courage is definitely contagious. Check this out. You want to take my children into a room and give them a snicker bar and some damn fries and talk about come get this vaccine? God it is tantamount right. to yeah. kidnapping. Call it what it is. You don't have control of my children. You don't have control of me. They shut our doors and try to give us God Fauci. To hell with Fauci. Amen. Fauci. He's a fraud. Fucking criminal. Churches are surrendering their pulpits. To the demonic hockle. I'm not coming to your church. You're not getting my time. Are you crazy? Take your children out of school. I'm a former educator of 24 years. They stopped teaching them years ago. You just didn't know. Yep. Facts. You just didn't know. Facts. Education went to hell years ago. Facts. They taught them compliance. Yep. They stopped teaching them to think. Analytical thought went out the window. Yep. With state exams. Man. Who's going to college to train them to support this God-forsaken system? All the rest that's going elsewhere. They have pushed us into prison. I don't care how you look at it. If you're in corporate America, you're imprisoned by your lifestyle. If you're in the government, you're imprisoned by your job with good benefits. You understand? If you are on subsidy, you're imprisoned by their benefits. We have to get out their system, pull yourself out, pull your dollars out, Spitting straight fire, spitting straight facts. She says you have to pull it out, pull your gavel out, and level it. And she was spitting straight fire from that podium. What a wonderful, wonderful thing to see. And people are waking up, ladies and gentlemen. And who would have ever thought that we just needed a pandemic of an illegitimate resident who can't seem to not soil himself every day and be lost in the White House grounds? Who would have ever thought we didn't need another co- we didn't need another uh, 9/11 to unite us? No, we just needed an illegitimate president and a lying, thieving Democratic Party to expose the true agendas on this country that we tinfoil hat uh, conspiracy theorists have known all along. Have known all along. So don't you think 
Don't you think that this woman deserves the Smarty Award here today on January 18th, year of our Lord, 2021, 2022? Don't you think that she deserves the Smarty Award, ladies and gentlemen? I do. That was the best thing that I heard all day. It's the best thing that I'll probably hear today. If you're looking for that clip, the best, where, the best place to get that clip immediately is to go to your Instagram page and go to Ryan A. Fournier. Ryan A. Fournier. That is F-O-U-R-N-I-E-R. That is the first place that I saw that story, and I was floored. I was just absolutely floored. Again, that is Ryan A. Fournier on Instagram. He posted that story. And I, again, my jaw hit the floor, and she definitely deserves the Smarty Award of the day. Look, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not done so, please reach down and click that little plus rumble sign. It's very simple. Also, if you could give me a share, whether you're on Getter or on Rumble, I would appreciate it. And I've not said hello yet to our uh, Roku and Fire Stick family members who choose to watch it on their digital TV platforms Welcome, you guys. Thank you so much. And if you don't have Roku or Fire Stick, you're going to want to get it in the future because the live, the LFA TV channel is about to change in a major way, in a major, major way. And you're definitely going to watch it. I want to watch it. Another thing that I forgot to tell you guys in the very beginning of the show was that Rumble also told me that within the next 60 days, the chat on the on the uh, live chat here will be a lot slower and you'll be able to scroll up and see something that you missed. We'll be able to block trolls in real time and everybody that watches on mobile on the app will also get the Rumble Rant option within the next 60 days so you can finally become a donor right on Rumble while you're watching the show. So big, big things going on, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how I forgot that, but I just did. Okay, let's move on to the next story. And I want to ask you a question. Thank you very much for the shares and the donations this morning. I want to ask you, have you heard of Project Robin Sage? Think about it while you take a drink of your coffee. Project Robin Sage. It sounds like something out of a Bourne movie. Project Briarberry, Briarberry, Barry Briar, whatever it was. Remember that movie? Jason Bourne, huge, uh, Jason Bourne, Matt Damon, huge liberal who hates guns and thinks nobody should own guns, but runs around in that movie shooting and killing everybody he possibly can because he's a weapons expert. Yeah, that guy, that movie. Sounds a lot like that. Project Robin Sage. I suggest you look it up. I suggest you look it up, but if you don't want to, let me break it out for you. Project Robin Sage is a domestic training program that has now started to go, uh, is now underway in Fort Bragg and around the surrounding area in North Carolina and other places. And it is a brand new domestic terrorism uh, task force that was put together last week when the Department of Justice put out a statement saying that to defeat and combat white supremacy and militia groups that are radicalized in America, we need to form a new task force. And so the training for these soldiers to attack, turn their guns and attack Americans is happening on American soil. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is true. I'm not lying. I'm not being far, uh, far-fetched here, and I'm not having a tinfoil hat. Project Robin Sage is a, military, a United States military operation that is undergoing training right now with a special forces task force of our military. And their job will be to hunt down 
people like the Proud Boys, Three Percenters, Oath Keepers, militia groups. Um, me, let me just retract that. Trump supporters. And they are using rhetoric like anti, um, anti-authority. Anti-authority suspects. So people like you and I who do not want to conform to the Joe Biden way of big government and telling us what to do, you will have the American military coming down on you, a special task force. Realistic guerrilla war exercises to be fought across rural North Carolina counties. The Army warns. Before we get to that, let me just play you a quick video of what's going on in North Carolina right now. Check this out. Commanders are still in the area. Ground commanders are tent. We want to hold you overhead and uh, hit the targets as they go by. There's only two of us. Folks, hold on, watch this. There's a reason why they're training in our communities instead of facilities where they can actually replicate overseas war. It's because the war will be fought right here. It's because the war will be fought right here on our soil. Let me read to you a little bit about this story so that you guys can get a grasp on what it is, but I highly suggest you do your own research and research everything you can on Project Robin Sage, a realistic guerrilla warfare, uh, excuse me, a realistic guerrilla war will be fought across two dozen North Carolina counties this month, all of January, with young soldiers battling seasoned freedom fighters, according to the U.S. Army. Now, here's the thing. Let's stop before I continue to read the story. On, at face value, the Democrats are going to watch this show and they're going to go, what a loser. Look at this white supremacist. Why wouldn't he want to take out other white supremacists? Here's the thing. If they were actually out there taking on, let's say, training to take on, let's say, the KKK or even the Black Panther racist militia groups, if they were out there really trying to take down real white supremacy hate groups like Antifa, like burn, loot, murder, then I would say I'm all for it. And Antifa's mostly white, so it has nothing to do with white supremacy. But here's the thing is they recategorize and they redefine what is a white supremacist. They recategorize and they redefine what a patriot actually means. And because you are a patriot, meaning that if you went to school board meetings and you show up in force and you use social media and other ways to gather people together to show up in force, to show your anti-authority 
opposition to this government, well, ladies and gentlemen, you are part of what they're training for. And the fact that the military members are actually say, okay, let's just do it. Those are the same people. Now, I don't like to say anything bad about our military, but those are the same people that wore brown shirts and said, we were just doing what we were told. Just like the police that are arresting people for not having a vaccine card. Well, we're just merely doing what we're told. We're just simpletons. We're just simping for the government. As my kids would say. So no, I do not agree with what's going on because it's going on for the wrong reasons because they're trying to silence, intimidate, and possibly kill actual patriots. The two-week two unconventional warfare exercise will be staged between January 22nd and February 4th on privately owned land and will be, a realistic, en- will be realistic enough to include the sounds of gunfire blanks and flares. The U.S. Army John F. Kennedy Special Warfare Center and school said it in a news release. Exact times, locations, and exercises um, are not provided yet. However, advanced publicity is intended to make sure civilians, including law enforcement officers, don't mistake the fighting for terrorism or criminal activity, which is exactly actually to me what it is. Residents may hear blank gunfire and see occasional flares. Controls are in place to ensure there is no risk to persons or property. Residents with concerns should contact local law enforcement. And um, called Robin Sage, the exercise serves as a final test for special forces qualification course training, and it places candidates in a politically unstable country known as Pine Land. They are saying that we are a politically unstable country because of the BS that they caused in the first place. Again, this is classic Democrat. Classic Democrat. Holding down uh, uh, people of color and being racist and being slave owners and saying, they did it. We didn't do it. Constantly pointing the finger at somebody else for their own transgressions and sins. The candidates face off against seasoned Service members from units across Fort Bragg, as well as specially trained civilians, officials said. The setting is characterized by armed conflict, forcing the students to solve problems in a real-world setting. These military members act as a realistic opposing force. Lost my place there for a minute. Here we go. Uh, These military members act as a realistic opposing force. And guerrilla freedom fighter, fighters, uh, also known as Pineland Resistance Movement. To add realism of the exercise, it says, civilian volunteers throughout the state act as, a, as role players. So civilian volunteers are, are actually uh, doing this along with these military men and women as role players. Participation by these volunteers is crucial to the success of this training and past trainees attest to the realism they add to the exercise. So ladies and gentlemen, most likely these, 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 um, these uh, volunteers are probably running around in MAGA hats, right? They probably put Make America Great Again hats on them and yellow, wa- and yellow uh, wavy hair wigs. And uh, they probably put them in Freedom Fighter t-shirts and then uh, let the military loose on them. It's probably like a real-life version of, uh, not Hunger Games. What was that movie where they hunted the human being? They took him out in the middle of the... Uh, producer, you know that na- name of that movie? 
I think it was Ice-T they used. So I believe it was Ice-T. I can't remember what movie it was, but they sent him out. Uh, they, they took him out to hunt. Uh, and they said they were taking him on a hunting trip. He was a homeless guy. And then they ended up hunting him. That's exactly what this sounds like to me. So anyway, do your own research on it. It's called Project Robin Sage. And you can formulate your own opinions about it, but it's not good. And it's really, in the end, when you look at it from a 5,000-foot view, ladies and gentlemen, what it really is, is American soldiers training to attack American people on American soil. That's what it really is. Unbelievable. Let's move on to... uh, Yesterday was Martin Luther King Day, as we all know. Most conservative media outlets actually honored Martin Luther King with, with, um, with tribute videos and positive discussion and debate about what he did as a person for this country and how far we've all come. That's what conservative media outlets did all day yesterday. Okay? Democrat media outlets like CNN, MSDNC, and the rest spent the entire day being angry, yelling, and accusing and calling people names and race baiting and causing more division in this country. The two, the difference between the two political parties and news outlets is astounding because on one hand, the racists, which is us, the bigots, spent the day honoring Martin Luther King in a positive light. And the Democrats did exactly what you expect them to do. Gaslight, divide, cause more racial issues in this country, hitting the desk, yelling, screaming, calling everybody names. But again, this is indicative of the Democrat today. This is the people that I told you that I would not want to go to a movie with, that I would not go to a football game with, that I would not sit in the car with because they're just unhappy people and misery loves company. Unhappy people and misery loves company. Funny thing is, is the way that you're, I'm going to show you a video here, and the way that you see these people acting, especially on Martin Luther King Day, you would think that they are the slave-owning racist liberals of the 1960s. Oh, yeah, they were. That's right. (laughs) They were. They've always been the slave-owning racist scumbags on this planet. It's always been the Democrats. Always. And they proved it even more yesterday. Look, I'm going to play a video for you from MSDNC now. I know it's not the greatest thing in the world. I know nobody wants to hear anything from MSDNC. But let's go ahead and play the video anyway. The, the, the video you're about to see is, is, again, gaslighting and calling other people names. You're about to see this, uh, this contributor on MSDNC and uh, what he says about Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin. Again, this is on Martin Luther King Day, and this is how these people spent their day, calling people racist and being scumbags and using Martin Luther King to pass their crappy federalization of their H.R. 1 uh, to, to federalize the election, which nobody wants, but yet they'll go on TV every day and say, everybody wants it. Nobody wants it. Everybody wants states' rights, period. Check this out. Yeah, look, the people like Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, these are the white people that Martin Luther King Jr. warned us about. These are the white liberals... <laughs> who have no sense of urgency, commitment, or integrity when it comes to the progress of justice in the country. And that's just that's just a fact. I don't know if they can live with themselves with that, but that is that is the reality of their situation. 
The other reality here, and, and Bernice uh, um, mentioned it in that clip, the chief architect of this assault on voting rights is not Mitch McConnell. It's not David Duke. It's not whatever boogeyman you think is hiding under the under the under the closet. Um, the chief architect is Chief Justice John Roberts. It is he who has been an enemy of voting rights and racial equality from his very first job at a law school, which was to oppose the 1982 amendments to the Voting Rights Act. It is John Roberts who authored Shelby County v. Holder in 2013, which eviscerated Section 5 of the Voting Rights Act, which is basically why we're here right now. It is John Roberts who authored Rucho in 2020, which swung wide the doors towards gerrymandering. And it's John Roberts who provided the crucial fifth vote in last year's Brnovich decision, which eviscerated Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act. This has all been done by federal society conservatives that have been put on the Supreme Court. And until we stop them, until we do something about the court, you want to pass your Freedom to Vote Act? I think that's a great bill. We should pass it. I think we should have passed H.R. 1. But always remember that John Roberts and his conservative cronies are waiting at the Supreme Court level to strike down whatever laws we put forward. As long as you let Republicans control the Supreme Court. All right, I'm done listening to this guy. Look, is that guy cosplaying as Don King? Is that guy cosplaying as 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 Don King? Or is that guy? Did that guy stick his fingers in a light socket before he came on? Get charged up to spew Democrat ridiculous crap? I told you they're going to take the vote to a, to the Senate floor so that they can separate uh, Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin and put them in a category to let the dogs loose on them. And again, this was. Martin Luther King Day, and this is how Democrats spend it. Oh, Joe, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema are the white liberals that MLK warned us about. Oh, yeah, you know what he also warned us about? Judging people by the content of their character and not the color of the skin. You Don King wannabe know-nothing. And exactly, that's exactly what I would say. And look, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And these guys hate John Roberts, too? I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. John Roberts didn't vote alongside the liberals on Supreme Court to segregate health care workers and to not give them medical rights so that they could choose whether they wanted to take the vaccine or not. That wasn't John Roberts. I'm not trying to stick up for the guy, but I'm just saying that wasn't John Roberts. No, no, no. That was... Kavanaugh. Oh wait, no, it was Roberts, wasn't it? It's Kavanaugh and Roberts, wasn't it? I get, I, I get, I get them all mixed. There's so many rhinos on the Supreme Court now. I get them mixed up. I believe it was Kavanaugh and Roberts. Yeah. Anyway, enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> these people, these people are absolute bat crap crazy. That's what they spent their day talking about. Anyway. Speaking of Martin Luther King Day, let's have a flashback video, shall we? I know this circulated the internet yesterday, but it's always fun to, to, to rewatch these big, huge blunders from President Biden. This is what President Biden said a year ago on Martin Luther King Day. This is what he said on, 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 on Martin Luther King Day 2021. And this has been making its circulations around the internet, so why not play it here too? But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's Mm-hmm. Death did. What? Even Dr. King's assassination didn't have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's 
assassination did. Well, first of all, George Floyd wasn't assassinated. He was a drug addict who beat women, caused miscarriages, and uh, decided that he was going to resist arrest and even asked the police to take him out of the car and put him on the ground, which is exactly what they did. And if you want to get to the whole knee on the neck thing, Steven Crowder actually did the whole reenactment with a guy 30 pounds heavier kneeling on his neck for the exact same time frame doing the exact same thing, and he did an entire live stream talking to the camera. But if you hear in the background, you hear cackling Kamala Harris, she goes, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. These people are so out of touch with reality, it's not funny. How how are you going to say that George Floyd had a bigger impact on this planet than Martin Luther King? I never, I never heard of a, of, of a powerful speech with a million people behind George Floyd. There might have been a million people lining up to buy a rock. But not to hear him speak positive stuff. No, no, no. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and we're going to give, I know it was a year ago, but let's go ahead and give Joe Biden today. <laughs> The Dumb Dumb Award of the Day right there in that swamp donkey bucket because he deserves it. Anyway, I told you if you were from Pennsylvania, we were going to talk a little bit about Pennsylvania today. And let's do that. A new video has surfaced which shows an official of Pennsylvania, an election official, who seems to suggest that election laws were not followed in 2020. Well, that's not really a... That's not really news, is it? But she, but the way she says this here and the way she laughs about it, she says, well, maybe we'll actually follow the law this time. It's not a long video, but she literally says, maybe this time we'll actually follow the law completely. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is wrong with these people? Anyway, we already know right now that there's a full forensic investigation getting ready to start in Pennsylvania. However, the Democrats, Dominion, and everybody else is trying their, trying their hardest to stop that from happening and they've even got a delay they've even allowed uh, they've even got a judge to allow a delay anyway check out this video from pennsylvania an election official so why don't we talk about that offline because um jim and i had a brief conversation today and this time it's much different than last time because we're going to have them sign oaths they're going to need w-4s and we need them to sign something allowing them to somebody else to pick up so we're gonna actually follow the law fully this time (laughs) what and um so there's a lot hold on hold on hold on hold on let's go back let's go back and hear what she says and we need them to sign something allowing them to somebody else to pick up so we're gonna actually follow the law fully this time (laughs) and um so there's a lot more stuff in our letters we're gonna follow the law fully this time we got to actually follow the law fully this time, she says. Regina Miller, a contract worker for the large Pennsylvania County, filmed the video of the April 7th, 2021 Zoom meeting, which involved voting officials discussing plans for the upcoming elections. According to sources familiar with the recording, the video began with Perone, who, according to a lawsuit filed against her, other, uh, excuse me, Perone, who, according to a lawsuit filed against her, other Delaware County officials and the county served as a projected a project manager for the county, saying that they would talk about that offline with the that really not being specified. 
The remainder of the clip, however, gave some clues with Perone saying that she had a brief conversation with Jim. And this time it would be much different than last time because we're actually going to have them sign oaths. They're going to be um, they're going to be W4s and we need them to sign something allowing somebody else to pick up. So we're actually going to follow the law this time. Perone ended with a laugh. These people think this stuff is funny. It's truly amazing how these people think this stuff is funny. It's all going to come down crashing hard on them. I guarantee you that. And all of this little video footage, remember the video footage I showed you of people in Pennsylvania walking in areas where they're not supposed to be, bringing electronics in areas where they're not supposed to have them, pulling mail-in ballot envelopes out of the recycle bin, hiding them, putting them in drawers, bringing stacks and stacks and stacks, uh, opening, um, opening flash drives back there and then throwing away the evidence, to, uh, coming back to get the evidence and throw it away because you're not supposed to have any kind of flash drives in that area whatsoever. All of this stuff, plus that video you just seen, that is God's wrath building up on these people and it will come down on them like a ton of bricks. Michelle Curl says Pennsylvania here, so should be arrested. It's admission that they did not follow the law. Well, there you go. When you say maybe we'll actually follow the law this time, that completely implies that you did not follow the law another time. And the only other time could have been the previous election. Sounds to me like they didn't swear under oath in 2020, which would make them illegal election workers. Miranda says, yes, it will, Jeremy. It's going to come down crashing hard. I agree. They won't think it's funny when they meet Jesus, says Coulter. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's move on. We got a couple more stories here, and I want to make sure we get them in. If you live in California, well, before we go that, before we go to California, I want to show you guys exactly what it looks like now if you go to donate on jeremyherald.com because there was, for some reason, there was some confusion on that. So when you go there, it looks like this, jeremyherald.com. You'll see right here, there's a donate tab. You just click that tab, and it brings you right here to this page. And then you can read something that I've typed up here, and you can also read here, and then just click here to donate, and it asks you 50, 100, 250, 500, or other, and you can click here to say how often, once, weekly, biweekly, monthly, quarterly, or annually, and then donate. It's that simple. It'll just ask you for some information, uh, email, and address, and stuff like that, and we store none. Here on Live from America, we store none of your uh, financial information. That's all uh, with um, AlignPay and Cornerstone. And again, they're patriotic, conservative Christians. So you know you can trust them. So I just wanted to give you that quick. Okay, if you live in California, well, then you may be getting ready to experience another major tax hike. And I'm not just talking about on things you buy. I'm talking about your taxes, period, you live in California, expect to have your taxes absolutely doubled. Doubled. And guess what? You get nothing for it. They're going to double your taxes in California and you get nothing for it. Well, what's the money going to, you might ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. Governor Gavin Grusom proposed a budget last Monday and inside that budget, dug deep down into it, there is a, um, there is a, uh, there's, there's language that would double every resident's taxes in order to pay for illegal alien health care. 
This is why California is absolutely going to become bankrupt because people just can't do this stuff. You can't do it. People can't live through this stuff. They just can't. California lawmakers are weighing doubling in capital letters taxes to pay for a single-payer health care system that would cover all illegal aliens. Governor uh, Gavin Grusom, a Democrat, if you didn't know, last Monday proposed a budget that would give all illegal aliens health care. In 2019, California extended health care coverage to illegals 26 years old and under. In 2021, California began covering illegals over the age of 55. And now, Gavin Newsom wants all illegals in California to have health care coverage, and Californians may see a tax increase of roughly $12,250 per household. Have we lost our minds? Where is it? That's Greta Thunberg. How dare you? How dare you? $12,250 per household? They can't afford to live in California as it is. You can't even fill up your gas tank. And now, California lawmakers are going to tell each and every household who's worked hard, who was born here, who has God-given rights, protected by the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, that you now have to pay this state $12,000 more a year, $1,000 a month to pay for some illegal alien how do we stop this unfortunately we bankrupt them the same way we're doing twitter losing 30 billion dollars in the market share how do we stop this crap you bankrupt them and there is literally no other way and that sucks because people who grew up in california and lived their whole lives there and loved that land so much forced to leave it because of politics or fight for it, what, chance, what choice do you have? Moving from one crazy state right to another, Hawaii has now announced that you must be fully vaccinated in order to visit Hawaii, or you will be forced to quarantine for five days minimum. So if you're going to visit in Hawaii and you have a week vacation, that week will be quarantined in Hawaii on your dime, and then you can start your vacation. How fast do you think Hawaii is going to go bankrupt? Their entire economy exists because of tourism. How fast do you think that state is going to go bankrupt? And here's the worst part. Here's the worst part. Let's say you're double vaccinated. Hey, I've had both shots. I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Back up the vacation truck real quick because now Hawaii has announced that you must have a booster in order to be considered fully vaccinated. So if you've got the first Pfizer shot or Moderna or J&J or AstraZeneca or any other other Fauci crap you're putting in your body, and then they said, no, you got to get a second one. And you say, hey, I'm fully vaccinated. Guess what? You're not, according to Hawaii. You will now be required to have a booster shot in order to come to Hawaii if you don't want to quarantine. But even on top of all that, you still have to wear a mask. (laughs) Oh, mama always said, stupid is as stupid does. I just kept running, which is exactly what you're going to have to do from California and Hawaii soon. Just keep running like Forrest Gump. Look, folks, this stuff has gotten way out of hand. And it will come to an end this year, I promise you. 
But when you are arresting people who are sitting in a Burger King or a McDonald's or an Applebee's just trying to eat, when you are arresting parents of a five-year-old because the little five-year-old boy isn't vaccinated, we're going, we've, we've already crossed a line in America that will not stand. You may see little isolated pockets of this happening, but this will never happen on a mass scale in America because we have the Second Amendment. Let me show you a very disturbing, a very, very disturbing video of a, um, of a, of a man who has cerebral palsy. He's in a wheelchair and he's arrested for not having his vax card. He is arrested. A handicapped man with cerebral palsy is arrested for eating without a vax card. Now, this video is only eight seconds long, but it's disturbing enough, and I'm glad it's not more than eight seconds long. Check this out. No sound to it. There he is. Getting arrested. In a wheelchair. Handicap of cerebral palsy. Because he did not have his vax card. Good job, NYPD. Thank you, Leroy Press, for getting this video out there. Great job, NYPD. Good job. Are you happy? Two weeks ago, you were stepping on an American flag. A week after that, you were arresting a family of a little boy. And this week, we're going after the handicap. That's America, folks. That's the NYPD. Look, I want to finish off the, vi- uh, the show today strong. And I saw a video from an, a liberal, a huge liberal from New York City, who got a major culture shock when her and her husband decided to move upstate. She said, we went from a very, very liberal place in New York City where everybody in the world hates Donald Trump and, and they will not do business with any Trump supporters. And we decided to move upstate. And when we'd moved upstate, we got the culture shock of our lives. Check this out. One of the things that happened when we moved upstate that I was totally not expecting was Trump. So we moved from a very, very liberal, like beyond liberal part of Brooklyn, where everybody had the same political views and they were extremely left, as were we. I know it's low. And we moved up to upstate New York, where... We were in the vast, not the vast, we were in the tiniest minority. There were hardly any people who saw politics the same, we did, the same way we did. And most people were Republicans. And when Trump came along, most people were into Trump. So this was really interesting because our friends back home hated anyone who liked Trump. Like people wouldn't do business with people who liked Trump. And here we were upstate with neighbors and acquaintances and people we did business with who had giant Trump signs on their on their front yard. So this was really interesting and ultimately it ended up being one of the real blessings that we got by living up here because we can see both sides. We have a foot in each camp and we have fantastic neighbors who have different political views than we do and it's fine. You know, and I know that they're great family members, they're great neighbors, they're great citizens, and they like Trump. And I have friends downstate who hate Trump and, you know, would have put Elizabeth Warren in, pres- in, in the president's office or Bernie Sanders, and they have to deal with the fact that we have friends who like Trump. 
we all have to get along. And that's really been one of the biggest blessings for us of being people on the left who live in a right-ish area. So see what happens, you guys. One of the things Let's that happened when we moved upstate. See what happens when you actually expose these leftists to a Trump rally or expose them to people who are Trump supporters. They realize that they're great people. Hey, who would have ever thought, right? They, she, this woman actually, I, it started out the video that she was going to cry and say some Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren crap. But she literally said the opposite. She's literally partially red-pilled. She says, we moved up here and we have great neighbors and we do business with them and they're wonderful. But if the people back in our home of New York City found out about this, I don't know what they would think. They probably wouldn't be our friends anymore. This is why the news and big tech stifles and censors us because their biggest nightmare these swamp donkey rhino bureaucrat politician corrupt scumbag losers and the big tech and mainstream media losers that work for them they know their biggest fear is unity that's their biggest fear and as long as you can demonize one group of people and not let them speak demonize and categorize one group of people and not let their voices be heard, then there can never be true dialogue and the people on the other side look at us like we are devils. Most of us were Democrats when we grew up. But then as we got older and we started seeing things correctly and started becoming mature and actually using that gray matter in between our ears, we became conservatives because we realized what really matters and what's really a priority in our lives. So we actually have a better view of everything because some of us used to be liberals or Democrats. What a great way to end the show. Anyway, folks, uh, thank you for joining in today. Again, God closed one door and opened another one for Live from America. I am so honored to be able to continue this show for you. We'll see how the monthly donations get back up to it. So far, it's been a little slow. So if you find it in your heart, please go over JeremyHerald.com, do a monthly subscription because it allows me to budget. So much more in the way for Rumble and Live from America and Real America's Voice News. And you and myself got in on the ground level. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And we have true social coming. We're about to take over the world, at least this country anyway. It's going to be a great year. Anyway, folks, listen, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for watching the show. And make sure that you go to JeremyHerald.com. Sign up for the newsletter. If you need a Bible, let us know. We'll send you one. And do not forget about our Valentine's Day special. $10 off if you order a pair of Freedom shirts. And... And, ladies and gentlemen, not only is it $10 off if you order a pair of Freedom shirts, but you also get stickers and this wonderful little box of chocolates that I'm probably going to eat as soon as we get off air because I'm a fatty and I like it. Anyway, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Shout out to PayPal. Shout out to Facebook. Shout out to Twitter. 
We're going to send you a thank you card when this is all said and done. God bless you guys. I'll see you at 5 p.m. tonight. And remember, we've got James O'Keefe from Project Veritas coming on Thursday night. And we're just getting started in 2022. God bless you guys. Have a great day. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.